It's Thursday. Today is Thursday. I've brought you the greatest gift of all. Oh, yeah? Well, in that case... Entertain me! It's showtime. Make use of the help that God puts around you. We are not a glum lot. A promise is a promise. It's very simple. Just don't drink and go to meetings. Give time, time. Easy does it. I do it. Want to have self-esteem? Just do esteemable things. One day at a time. We carry the message, not the alcoholic. Don't quit before the miracle happens. Hey, with an effective character. Three guys sitting around talking about our personal experience during recovery. Hey, I'm Mike. I'm James. <laughs> I'm Dennis. You or, keep... I mean, Dennis here. It's Dennis here. And that, is, that is what the script says. Yeah, we're just jumping it. Uh, the opinions are our own. We don't represent any particular organization, institution, or fellowship. Today, we'll be sharing our experience on elevators in this episode 165 of the Defective Characters podcast. Let's go. Oh, let's hit it, James. Woohoo! Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. All right, Dennis, how you feel? Me? Yeah. I don't you know. you, sh- you well you shared something. I don't know if you want to share it on the podcast, yeah, but you okay. Okay. Last seven days. Yeah, I don't know how I feel. Um, I don't know. Last seven days quickly I nope. I went to two stretch I'll stretch out the end part of it. But before that I went to two meetings this week so y'all can be happy. Um, We're always happy. Uh, what else did I do? Uh, the crypto market, uh, ex- <laughs> spectacularly is crumbling right before our eyes. So that's, that's, I've been keeping up with that. Well, not, the, not necessarily the market that collapsed, but exchanges are collapsing and like FTX thing, like losing 8 billion. Like they're the second biggest, y'all don't care. I'm whatever. Um, I started writing again. I wrote 200 words the other day, and I got a lot more writing to do for a project. Um, so that's good. But yesterday, I took my puppy to the MRI, and we were out, like, all day long before, like, sunrise to, like, 4 o'clock in the afternoon or something. So that on my own was, like, kind of hard for me. But then uh, it turns out my puppy has a brain tumor, um, there's not much we can do about it. They give her like two months to a year to live. So that sucks. So I don't know. I'm kind of numb, if that makes sense. Like yesterday, I was like out so long. By the time I got home and like dealing with all that news and everything else, it's like I had like a massive headache and I went to bed like super early. And then, like, I woke up, and now I'm here. So, I don't know. It just sucks. And there's not much you can do about it, right? Because you give her, like, our options are to, like, give her radiation, chemo, and stuff. But then you have to put her through all of that. And they say that you don't get any extra time after that, you know? So it's like you kind of just got to leave her alone and hope for the best, which sucks, you know? But yeah, that's all I got. What do you got? Sorry to hear about peaches. We appreciate it. We love our fur babies. Yeah. Um, I've been um, really enjoying my new cat, Eckhart. He wakes me up at 5, 5.30 in the morning. Meow, meow, meow. I don't know if I told you guys, but he jumped. He jumps up next to the flat screen TV. And when I don't wake up, 
from the meowing, he starts rocking the TV back and forth. So I hear this, and I look up, and he's like, so I have to lock him out of the bedroom uh, early. Did the TV fall over? I don't think so, but I don't take any chances. Um, Let me see. My back's all healed. I woke up yesterday morning, and just no pain. I think I shared on here that I, I hurt my back. I can't remember sometimes. I, I share everything with you guys. It's wonderful. And uh, I, will, I was just, I was like, thank you. I prayed to God. Thank you for, thank you for healing me so fast. And uh, it feels good. So are you going to go to the gym today and lift a bunch of weights again? I went yesterday and today. And lifted weights? I just did normal weights. I'm going to, I know what I did and I'm not going to do that again. And I'm, so it was a lesson learned. Uh, I have today off, so that's nice. It's a good. I went to the meeting this morning. I shared. It's a good way to, and I, I get to spend some time with you guys, and I'm excited. Uh, my son, texted me at work yesterday. Dad, can you send me some money? He was at his brother's college to watch a game, and the college is right next to his high school. So I, I was like, oh, and he's like, I guess I can Apple Pay him. And he doesn't even need a bank account. He can use that Apple Cash wherever he is, as long as they take Apple money. So he's like, oh, how much do you need? He's like, go oh, five bucks. And I sent him 20. That made me feel good. He's like, thanks, Dad. So are, now that your son went to college, is, are they both hanging out? Like, did he go to the college to hang out with your other son? I didn't ask him that. I'm pretty sure with his, he's with his, his friends, though. Yeah. yeah, he's a sophomore in high school. He's doing good. Um... Man, I don't know what else. I got some new shoes. Dennis is playing with them. Adidas. Adidas. Just like your sweatshirt. Yeah. Um, I saw our, our good friend Mike at the morning meeting. He said he talked to you and you guys all want to go to a park one day. I said, maybe. Uh, he let me know when he's available. Maybe Mike can go too. Are you going to go to a park, Dennis? I don't know. I think his availability is like... Next Wednesday, I think he said. Yeah. Can you go next Wednesday? I think it it depends on schedule. Yeah. And we have to check to see if we're blacked out or not. Oh, gosh. So, other than that. So, maybe going to see a movie. Oh, I saw Black Panther. I want to see it. It was really good. I liked it a lot. Um. And I'm, I'm next, I'm just planning to go pick up my kids and bring them here for half of their winter break. And I'm excited about that. Uh, God is good. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Dennis, your uh, entire family is going to be and I'm sure everybody's listening uh, in prayers. You know, it's a really tough thing. You almost forget about how easy it was going through life when anything that was terrible happen and you could just like drink it away <laughs> and like take your mind and just go whoop not gonna think about that and not deal with anything not that that made it uh easier or right but those things are uh, completely different when you don't have a drink or a drug to to go through so know that we're gonna be thinking about you and um yeah, Thanksgiving's next week. Always appreciate the fact that when we started these, we didn't think, oh, let's release it on Thursday so we can have an episode having a Thanksgiving meal during the episode. But you guys got to remember, this will be, yes, we did. 
every single year, oh, yeah. we have had a Thanksgiving meal during the episode, Dennis. You forgot? Uh, the turkey makes me sleepy, and I forget. I've got to make sure that, uh, that your mom makes those yams that we love with the marshmallows. Oh, I do love those. Huh? Those are good. They're so good. And the frittata. Nothing better than a Thanksgiving frittata from Dennis's sponsor. Um, but that'll be good. Enjoy. And, and we already know next week the uh, topic will be gratitude because every single Thanksgiving, uh, that's what we've done. So this will be the fourth Thanksgiving uh, that we'll be able to do. That's crazy, right? Technically, entering the fourth. It's crazy and it's noble. Noble. Nobel. Yeah, I like that. Um, it's, a testament, it's a testament to our commitment to our fellowship. Yeah. Oh, also, if we sound echoey, that's because we found a really nice area where we don't get wet with the rain. But it might sound echoey. I don't know. We'll see, we'll see how it actually plays out. We're outside an abandoned cinema in celebration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with old actors that don't act anymore. Jack Nicholson is over there. You got a, you got a Jack Nicholson impression, huh? I go know. go I go! Really this know. is this is Dennis doing Jack Nicholson. Get over! Come on! Oh, I'm Jack Nicholson. Look at me! Ha ha ha! All right, that's that's the first way you know somebody's not good at an impression if they have to say who they're impersonating oh, yeah. while they're doing it, right? That's true. Can you can you do anybody? You got anybody? How about Morgan Freeman? Can you do Morgan Freeman, James? I'm God. (laughs) Clearly, James really likes Morgan Freeman. (laughs) Saying he's God. I know, that's the joke, Dennis. That's uh, that's pretty good. Um, You know, I would have said, get busy, Lizard, get busy, Dines. You know, because that's what he says in uh, Shawshank, right? Is that the Shaw? Yeah. Um, I can do, uh, I'm Grandpa Simpson. I'm cold and, and hungry, and there's wolves after me. I don't remember Morgan Freeman ever saying that. Morgan Freeman said this? <laughs> Grandpa Simpson. Oh, okay. Should have listened to you. <laughs> I was going to say, he's done so many acting roles. Um, so, yeah, uh, the last week is, uh, is good. It's funny. It's kind of uneventful. I think I shared on this. My schedule, I didn't know what it would look like. Um, Somebody at my company left, and I was kept completely out of the loop. And even to this day, I'm completely out of the loop, but apparently everyone else is moving pieces around me, and those pieces include me completely changing my schedule and waking up at 2 a.m., but no one's told me. So uh, until that actually happens, I'm just, uh, yeah, going to keep doing it. We're really fortunate because we started this podcast late September of 2019 and in October that's when my schedule changed and opened up morning so spoiler alert we could record in the morning so I don't know we might have to be uh, unique with that again temporarily sorry sorry Dennis it's gonna screw you up I know something fierce let's just quit what let's just quit okay I mean, that is what the program is built on, is quitting, technically. (laughs) Um, So 
And uh, oh, later today, I'm going to hang out with Santa Claus and uh, bring Olivia there. And I am already thinking she's going to hate it. Even though she said she was excited, she gets nervous. So I'm going to dress up in a Christmas onesie that I just picked up. And I'm going to go as well. So if she doesn't like it, then I will just get in the picture. And I'll pay an additional, whatever, a couple bucks to be in the picture with her. Because um, no one wants to pay money for a picture that, you know, there's a line. There's a line where it's funny where the kid's, like, scared and crying. And then there's when they're just trying to, like, run away. And you're paying a, what's the word, exorbitant amount of money for a photo that is just going to be thrown away. So. Are all Santa Clauses, like, charging for pictures? Because I remember when we were kids, you'd just go to the mall or wherever and go take a picture with Santa and it didn't cost No, money. buddy, it cost money. Like, Bass Pro Shops, you can... From what I understand, and we're not endorsed by them, but that would be cool. Huh? That'd be cool. Yes. Right? Yep. Santa's it's like an alcoholic. Yep. That's right. And he's probably fishing. All, all, it's that, all that eggnog. All that. <laughs> but I think that's the only place. So anyway, a lot of places you have to pay for it. So place that I found, they do a really good job. But regardless, that's, uh, that's going to be later today. Yay. Yay. And... Um, and I was so bummed out. I was supposed to go see Sugar Ray with, uh, with James, and unfortunately his schedule got in the way. So I just didn't even end up going because it wouldn't have been the same. I had so set in my mind that I said, you know what? James has to work. Maybe I'm not supposed to go, you know? Uh, that- hey, it's online. I watched it online. Well, you watched it online? Well, a little bit. A little bit. Like the next day, I was like, oh, let's see what I missed. And then I was like... Okay. Was it good? Yeah. Meh. Yeah, I, I think that's just God saving you from yourself. He's like, y'all don't want to go see this. Trust me. It's Sugar Ray. It's not, it's not it good for you. Because I would have been with you, buddy. Did I talk about I went and saw Boys to Men and they were terrible? They just... <laughs> Where did you see Boys to I Men? I saw Boys to Men in Epcot. It was the, the week before and it was hot garbage. Were they really terrible? It was the worst thing that I have ever witnessed. They were doing covers of like Lenny Kravitz for 15 minutes. They did like classic rock covers and they were playing instruments. The well, Boys to Men aren't supposed to play instruments. Yeah, they're supposed to be like, singing. Yeah, like smooth and cool and well, sexy. What do Boys to Men sing about if they're smooth and cool and sexy? Boys to Men, they sing about the ladies, right? The ladies, yep. End of the road. End of the road, which is, sounds like the end of a lady, right? That's like, bye, lady. I mean, if you're in defeat. That's where you go with it. Because it's the end. Oh, yeah, that's true. Also, I like, um, I like the fact that I think I'm just going to take the beginning part where you say, hey, this is like uh, censored, like last week's episode started with that. I think I'm going to do that again in just every single episode because we're probably going to say, I mean, you're talking about like feet finishes at this point. Yeah, we're, we're not very good. I th- no, I mean, I think it's good because at first, remember how prim and proper we were? <laughs> Not really. No. You can listen. <laughs> I think I think we tried, but were we successful? Yeah. I remember getting a lot of shit for that dropping the f bomb a lot. Oh, from me? From both of y'all? Oh yeah. Now it doesn't matter. But yeah, I mean, you still, you still own that. Yeah. You know. Fuck yeah. Okay. Sorry. It's it's fine. It's fine. 
Um, so elevator, something I thought of. Um, I don't know about you guys. It's not said in our home group very much, but I'm sure there are some other meetings that you've gone to where people will talk about how yeah, I actually had you heard it before I mentioned Dennis about the elevator and like yeah. getting off. Yeah, kind of, but not like okay. you said. It's not not something I've heard a lot and are repeatedly. So, what I was told is, I'm paraphrasing. Essentially, if you're an addict, alcoholic, you get in the elevator and you can choose what floor you get off on, but it's just going down, and. The way to get out of it is by going up the steps. So that's why the elevator analogy, I think, works so well. And for me, it was really important to know that whatever floor, so to speak, that I got off on, that sharing the experience, strength, and hope of that will make things better. You know, I didn't lose my wife. I didn't lose my house. I didn't lose my job. I did lose my license and continued to drink. Uh, I did lose the trust of majority of my family. I did lose a lot of friends that still have not come back to want to be part of my life now. Um, And I just, I have to accept that that's what it is. But like that that elevator thing. There's so many people that have come up to me and said, you know, I went to some meetings and I felt like I didn't fit in because people were talking about how they lost all this stuff and I didn't lose all that. So I felt like, oh, these are bottom of the barrel drunks that I must not be a addict or alcoholic because I haven't done that stuff. And I think it's important to know that whatever, so to speak, floor that you did get off the elevator on, that that's important, you know, and making sure that if you're early in sobriety, I was told to kind of um, journal the first month. And I haven't flipped through it in a while. Maybe I'll go back to it. But the first couple of years, especially the first year that I was here in celebration and in Florida, I would look through it to remind myself of like what it was like, you know, I think very easily I can make it seem like, Hey, everything was really great. And Hey, maybe I didn't have a problem. Maybe I don't need to go to meetings. Maybe I don't have to do a podcast. Maybe we can miss it this week. And I don't think there is one, there's been some weeks where like, well, like what was it last week where Dennis is like, Hey, are we doing a podcast this week? And then I'm like, yeah, James and I were texting with you like two days earlier. It's set up on Wednesday. He's like, oh. And I bring that up because that's really important that even though we do have a plan, we know we check ourselves and make sure. <laughs> so, okay, hold on. I'm just going to keep this going, but it's so funny. So we purposely, we got away from everything else. <laughs> And are in the middle of a gazebo. He's definitely going to come up here with the leaf blower. But, <laughs> oh gosh. What do, you, what, do you, what do you think about Elevator, James? This, this is our sponsor by Black & Decker. 
Get your air blowers today. We can't hear you. <laughs> so we're in this little alcove, and there's a lot of leaves, and we're hoping he just passes us by. It looks like he's passing us by. Yep. He doesn't see us. <laughs> Don't you dare look to the left. Don't you dare look to the left. Uh, I'm going to straight up give him the, uh, the cut across my throat so he knows not to come here if he tries. That's the, what I was thinking. Yeah. The, the international, don't you dare. No, he's, he's good. He's good. All right. So, so when I first looked at the text, it said, topic, elevator, question mark. I was like, I had no idea what that meant. But now I'm, I'm sh- from what I hear you guys talk about... It sounds like, um, I, I like the steps analogy. You know, I, I first thought I was getting off the elevator at 23. Um, that was my first take at AA. And I, I, I jumped right back on the elevator and decided to go down further. And it's not, you know, by choice. I just, I could not stop drinking and I wasn't really ready to do all the work. And, um, and my elevator went down pretty far. Like, like there was a point in my drinking career, people say, that all I thought about was drinking. And, like, not, I had blinders on. Nothing else mattered. And, like, you know, the bills would pile up. I wouldn't pay rent. You know, and, and life gets really hard when you're trying to live in a society where it's structured. And it was not like I was living on the land. Even if I was living on the land and if I was an alcoholic, I would starve to death because I wouldn't be able to go hunt deer. But I'm getting off track. Um, you know, I finally got off the elevator uh, a little over five years ago. It'll be five and a half years and a few days. And... Um, I started to go up the steps. And luckily, I was able to have a sponsor to help me go up those steps because, um, you know, I was pretty broken. I was a broken shell of a man, but I had the Holy Spirit come in and fill my heart, which helped me very much. And if you guys are listening, you know my story. I've rocketed to the next dimension, whatever, however you want to say it, but... Um, I was dead to the old life and I'm living a new life. And um, when I think about it, do I, today I don't think if I got off the elevator, things would have been different. I don't think about that because today I have the power of now. I have the power to live in the moment and be grateful for what I have. I'm grateful I got off when I did. I'm grateful for the sobriety I have. I'm grateful for the friends. Uh, my marriage, I'm grateful for the relationship I have. And I, I don't think about the past a lot. I don't. I don't. I, that part of my chapter is done. It doesn't help. Uh, the only time I think about the past is if, if I really, really, really need to, and it's going to help me in the situation, like helping another alcoholic. That's when it's safe to go back there. Um. You know, as far as about worrying about the future, um, I went up the 12 steps. And, and now I'm, I'm in a place where, you know, the only place I need to climb is, you know, the steps of my house. Like, I'm, I'm good. I stay in the this, this spot I'm at. 
and I live uh, moment by moment, day by day. And whenever I start to worry about the future, I go to God and I go to gratitude and it keeps me centered. And, and there's not a lot of worrying today. I was, um, I was at work yesterday, just in a great mood. Like I was happy, joyful. Uh, I started reading this new book and um, the, the book is The Power of Now. It's like the third time I've read it. But it was, it was so helpful to read, read these, these books again. One of the cooks... It's like, James, come over here. James, stop being so goddamn happy. Like, stop it. I was like, why? He Who said, tells you that shit? He said because I'm going to be happy. And I was like, and he's like, I hate this job. And then we started dancing. <laughs> so, but he was serious. He was like, and he's like, stop being so inspirational, whatever. And he's like, because I'm going to be like that. I was like, oh. It, it was fun. It was good. So it's good to be um, accused of being too joyful today. Today, I cause joy and not misery and pain. What you got, Mike? Thanks. Oh, I, so I gave, I gave some notes. Usually, by the way, your memory is right on. I don't know if the working out is like you feel like things are firing on all cylinders, but I just the conversation we had before we started – this episode where I'm like, oh, we could talk about this and this and this. I even forgot some of the stuff that I said. I didn't even send it to you. So right on. I appreciate that. I, um, I will be honest that I was, I was bummed out early on that I originally, I would look at people who are like in their upper fifties and sixties and that were coming into the rooms. And I was like, Damn, like I missed out on being able to drink through some life events that would be pretty cool in my, you know, thirties. I thought about all the weddings that, you know, I wouldn't be able to. So, and I like I wanted not to have the elevator go down and get worse, but I just wanted to stay on the floor longer before it dropped. You know, and here I I think of um, the uh, what's oh my god I'm drawing a blank what's the the tower one the the tower of terror, tower of terror. Yeah, I, I thinking, think I was just thinking about I'll that. let you share on that but I w- that's pretty much what it was that is a synonym for it was awful I was so I would make people think that I was having a party. I would talk to them on the phone, and in reality, I was just in my car drinking. And they were like, what are you up to right now? I'd be like, oh, I'm just at home having a good time. When in reality, I had to hide away from everything and all my, uh, my loved ones just to drink the way I wanted to, where I didn't feel judged. And it was. It was terror. It was, it was uh, self-imposed with me with my addiction. Um, and I'm glad now that I got off when I did. Because the age of 29, uh, my first sponsor and I were both 29 when we came into the rooms. And I think that's what we bonded over without even knowing until I was, I think, eight months sober that he was also 29 when he did. And I'm like, wow, that's pretty great, you know, to um, just I'm grateful I didn't my higher power didn't have me uh, cause as much havoc as I could, you know, through my 30s. For sure. And he had me stop when I did. So I'm grateful for that. All right. Tower of Terror. Yay. I was literally just thinking about that when you mentioned it. 
But what I was thinking is like, you know, the Tower of Terror, like you go through all the like spooky, crazy, cool, trippy stuff. And it's like, wow, this is really cool. And it's all nice and horizontal and stuff. And then you get to the elevator shaft and it lifts you up and you get these bursts of like going up really fast. So it's like getting high or getting drunk. It's like, whoa, party. And they do all these little small drops and you're like, oh, that's not that bad. But then all of a sudden it reaches the end and it just drops you all the way freaking down. And that's what I was imagining. And that's kind of like, like you said, it's a good metaphor or simile for my drinking career or whatever. Um, but yeah, the elevator, when, when you, when I first heard the elevator thing, kind of like James, like, I thought it was a joke. I was like, okay, let's do elevators. That's funny and random. But then there is actually a, a subject behind it, which like, I think is a good, good subject because I think it's, is relatable and kind of like how <clears throat> Mike mentioned not being able to relate to a lot of the stories because like, I've like since I've been in recovery, I've heard a lot of stories of people like drinking Listerine and drinking like shoe polish and all kinds of like crazy stuff. And it's like, wow, I was never that bad. But then I got to remind myself, it's like, but for the grace of God, there go I, you know, because if I continued on my way, I there I probably pretty much could have, you know, but I was just you know, whenever I'm having my fits of, like, craving and stuff back then, I was able to find stuff. So, I remember... Fits of craving. Oh, fits of... Oh, he's pointing at my my vape when I said fits of craving. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not perfect. I still, I still have a nicotine addiction. Yeah. That's... Yeah, and you have your caffeine and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) It's six thirty in the morning, James. I'm just kidding. Um, But uh, I lost my train of thought now. Mike got me a new Blink One Eighty Two shirt because we're gonna go to Blink One Eighty Two in July, and I'm excited. Is that gonna? That's gonna help. (laughs) That's at least better than Sugar Ray. (laughs) Um. But yeah, they're, 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 but for the grace of God goes me. Oh, I was talking about the shoe polish and the Listerine and stuff. And like, there are stuff in my history where like, could be considered that low was just different. Where I remember like one year for my birthday, my girlfriend at the time took me to a wine shop to get like uh, the lead singer of Tool, Mannered James Keenan, who has a winery was in town and it was on my birthday and he was doing a wine signing so where you buy a bottle of his wine and he signs it and stuff and I got two bottles of that one of them I drank that night just for because it was I wanted to try it or whatever and the other one was like that's my souvenir my gift that I'm never gonna touch or whatever and it's got the autograph on it and the nice it's like looks pretty it's more valuable than the wine in the bottle because of like he's an actual legit like famous person and um it'd be like francis ford coppola having signed the bottle or something um and then one night like i was like didn't have anything and was craving and shit and i literally hid the bottle from myself on purpose right in the closet not even in my closet in my dad's closet just so i know i would never touch it 
And one day in the middle of the night, I like went and got the bottle and drank it, you know, and obviously I regret it the next day. So like in that situation, if I didn't even have that bottle hidden away, who knows what I would have done, you know, like I could have grabbed that Listerine or something. I don't know, maybe, but I know if I continued on that elevator, eventually I would have gotten to that, those spots. So, you know, it's, it's kind of goes back to the old adage too, of don't, uh, compare, but relate, you know, because there's plenty, even in the craziest stories, there's plenty of stuff I can relate to. Um, yeah. And, you know, like, I don't know where I got off in the elevator. While y'all were sharing, I was kind of thinking about that. It's like, where on that elevator did I get off? And I think I probably got, like, off in, like, maybe the middle, but it was definitely the lower end of that middle, right? Because, like, my health was, like, deteriorating so bad. And, like, my mental health was deteriorating so bad. And then, like, I was couch-ridden and stuff. So, like, that's not, like normal you know that's not like oh i just drank too much i need to quit that's like yeah you drank too much like five years ago (laughs) now your like body is telling you i'm not taking this anymore and i'm either gonna shut down or you're gonna stop so that's got to be towards the bottom end without like listerine or shoe polish you know it's really Oh, hey, what? Do we, oh, I thought you were. I thought you were gonna say something. I mean, when but yeah, yeah. I'm not rushing you, though. No, but I'm like, you. yeah, I don't know. I think it's important to like recognize that if you do get off the uh, the elevator and you start walking up those stairs again, and you decide like what Mike was saying, it wasn't that bad, and you want to whatever, and you want to get back on that elevator and see what happens. Like, just know that. I've never heard of anyone getting back on that elevator and saying the elevator went up. You know, it always has gone down. And that's from people that have come in back and forth every week in and out and people that have had like 20 years sober and gone back out. And it's never, the elevator has never gone back up. It's always, you got right back on the floor you were at and it continued to go down. Um, Yeah, so I'm interested to see what Mike has to say about that. Mm. Yeah, um, I appreciate that. I think I, I think I lost my my train of thought. Oh well, oh, so is all aboard is right. I don't know. Hey, I think it's I think it's great. And uh, ahead of um, Thanksgiving week, I hope you guys can figure out what you're bringing to the table. Literally. Yeah, we'll have to make reservations so that way we can we can eat on Thanksgiving. So we can have a Thanksgiving feast. It's a feaster. We'll uh, we'll have it. It'll be good. It'll be a good time. That wraps up another fantastic episode to which we will always remember what Dennis said. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> what did I say? What did I say? <laughs> Nobody knows. I'll be back next Thursday on Thanksgiving. Get ready, Ma. Uh, yeah, yeah, going to be sharing that experience, strength, and nope with you in oh, <laughs> episode 166, where the defective character is entirely ready to have all these character defects removed. Remember, who needs an elevator when you can take the stairs? Her steps. The steps. The steps. Woo! We'll see you next time.